welcome. Welcome, welcome to the Arts and Wellness Cafe. I'm Amanda, your host, and it is so good to have you join me today. So, what have you been up to? Hmm? And um, it's funny, isn't it, when, you, when somebody asks you that question, well, I don't know about you, but sometimes my mind just goes blank. Like, I could be back to back in things, but suddenly it's just like, yeah, what have I been up to? And I think what that might be is that I don't, I don't give enough weight to what actually I have managed to achieve. And I think that's, that's the thing. You're doing these things and it's just like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll just do that and I'll just do that. But actually it's just like, it, you should make more of it. You know, it's a big deal in the sense that um, because we're all so unique that we, we all have something to bring to the table and we all have something to share that will impact on somebody else in a positive way. So when I talk about impact in, um, when I talk about uh, your responsibility, it's about how we, we um, do that in a positive way and how we actually really look at um, and work with our gifts. So at the beginning of the week, I looked at the word comfortable on the podcast. And what I normally do on Wednesdays is kind of just touch on that, pick it up and look more as well in a uh, creative perspective and then just generally look at what's been going on. Now for us here in Barbados, we're now on the big pause or the lockdown as if it were as it, it was uh, called initially but now it's, it's been called the big pause because I think you know the idea of a lockdown has um, connotations in your mind and for many of us who may be affected in one way or another, not necessarily, I'm not talking about the financial, but the emotional and mental aspects of, of what that means. And um, then the big pause is a, a word actually, I was using myself, um, I was using myself last year, so in March, um, before that, prior to that, so right at the beginning of the year, I was thinking, oh gosh, you know, wouldn't it be amazing if you could just have one, a big pause and everything, everything just paused and you could catch up with yourself, not knowing that, <laughs> you know, and I still haven't caught up with myself. Um, but yeah, so for some people, that word, um, the big pause is, is easier than you know, having the idea of lockdown and restrictions and armed guards and things like that. I mean, that's the kind of connotation you have. Armed guards roaming the streets, ready to pick up anybody who happens to be out. Um, but what I will do is I'll talk about that later because there was something that I was just, I was thinking about, but I'll, I'll kind of touch on that later, should I, or should I? Just do it now. I'll just do it now and then we can go back onto the creative stuff and it's not really, it's just really, you know, as I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself like all of our shops are shut, yeah, um, but the supermarkets are open and 
um, what they call mini marts, which are um, larger than your local, what they call village store. So, um, you know, a small store with people, you know, where people, you know, buy things in bulk and then sell it. And the, the local community benefits um, um, if you don't have access to go to a, uh, you know, the supermarket in terms of driving there. And um, so these smaller shops, there's about, so in the whole of Barbados, I think there's about, let's say for argument's sake, 12 of these little stores, but the supermarkets, so the chain supermarkets are left open. But what I was thinking is like, so, so many people being affected, I would have thought, and it's just me, that it would have been better to have the smaller stores open because there's more of them that access the local community they're less likely to be um packed because there's more stores that will then service the local community and, and yes you're thinking of um you know well the supermarkets will sell things cheaper they may not have i mean i went to my local store and brought um uh, an almond milk for $9.30, where it's normally $8, $8.35. And it's just like, you know, even in England, when I was buying it, and I know it's all imported and that's a problem because we import a lot of food. Um, but I was scoffing at the, f I was like, how dare they charge like I think it was like one twenty, one thirty-five for almond milk. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I would gladly pay that now, you know, I'm paying nine dollars um, and I would gladly pay one, one pound thirty-five now for almond milk. Anyway, but yeah, I thought to myself, yeah, all of these smaller shops are closed and that then has an impact on them. But you've got all of these larger chain stores, there's loads of them around. So the person that owns that rakes in the profits where the local shops and um, mini, not mini marts, because they're the ones that are staying open. But your smaller shops, which are, you know, so for the people who are running them, it's just like their own business, you know, they're small. Some of them, there's one down the road that it's, um, it's one of those, um, what do they call them? It's like, you know, those containers. So it's like a six foot, or it might be a 12 foot container, and they've done it out and it's like, you know, windows and everything, air conditioning, and it's, you know, a little store. Um, so they all have to close, and but they still have to pay rent. You know, they've still got rent to pay, they've still got their bills to pay. Um, I think they are getting um, some money, but it's not enough to, I don't, I wouldn't imagine that it's going to be enough to pay your, I mean, we're, we're going to be like this for two weeks. But it's not enough to pay your rent or your mortgage, buy your groceries, you know, pay your bills. So the people that are going to be worst off are the local people. Um, and because uh, there isn't, if you don't have a car around here, you have to get the bus. And not everybody's got a car. So there are going to be no like little local shops um, near us 
and the nearest supermarket is it's in a car it's about 10 minutes but if you're going by bus you probably have to um, let me think take two buses to get there because you'd have to go into Bridgetown and then come back I think but anyway so I just wanted to touch on that because I was thinking but but what about the you know so the little corner shops are shut in but the big supermarkets are open and they break in millions you know maybe if they donated their profits for this year because they're still paying their bills but maybe if they donated their thousands of dollars profits to the um local corner shops their competitors who you know whether any of them are going to be able to withstand you know not being able to bring in an income and stay open who's to know um and i'm thinking in my head as i'm talking about that it's just like but how does this relate to art This is the wellness part because you got to eat you got to eat good food and then that's the other thing <laughs> if anyway yeah let's just kind of stay clear of all of that but building up your immune system i was saying that on my i think it was on my gardening um, channel or it might have been last week but if you build up your immune system your immune system is what helps fight you know all these things that we kind of battle against and so if you build up your immune system no just sit down sit down sit down um, if you build up your immune system then you would battle it so much better and as artists here's the <laughs> tie-in um, so when we think about all that's happened um, as artists well I speak for myself, but um, I found that because you're told that you have to stay in, the fact that I do anyway because I'm either in the studio, on the computer, and you know I take breaks and that, didn't make a difference. It was just like I felt less inclined to go out, less inclined to make the most of um, being out, being at Going, being able to go by the sea and um, that was cold. <laughs> it's just like the weight of the world. <laughs> so I took him out just before we, um, just before I came in and um, I was collecting um, papayas. There's, there was two papayas on the tree that were ripening and if i left it too long then the monkeys will you know they they're just like over there there's a house over there in the distance it's about i don't know is that 100 yards um there's a massive big tree and there's a little um group of them that live there so um so i was out there picking uh, picking them and what I'll do is I'll put them in a brown paper bag and um, then they'll ripen, ready to eat, yum yum. So if you look at my video, yesterday's video, um, I did <laughs> January's, January, January's, 
January's garden tour. I mean, it was just the second, I mean, it's the second of February, but it's still near enough January and you'll still get, and they'll still get um, end of February's garden tour. I just totally lost track of time. Anyway, so he's had a little run around, but he was tired, he was sitting there and his eyes, his eyes were just like, he's looking at me like, just like, what are you looking at me like that for? Just shut your eyes and go to have a nap if you want to have a nap. It's because I'm getting up and doing different things. He's just like, oh, I'm going to have to go over there now. It's just like, just stay in one place. You don't have to follow me around. Just stay where you are. But he won't listen. But, um, yeah, the, the mental... The mental... The mental impact. The impact on your mental health. And... Um, you know maybe you should think about that as well because the whilst the, the words i'm going to be touching on after after all that um is comfortable the word for the month is insight and reflection and we have to we gain insight by reflecting on the things that happen to us and thinking about them working through them talking through them um, mulling over them um, but um, yeah as we think about our mental health as we reflect on the things that happen as we laugh and have a joke and we um, lighten our mood these are things that we that don't just happen but we have to put things in place we have to have strategies to deal with those times where we may be feeling and I've used the term off or down or in need of deep rest or, <laughs> or compulsory deep rest. Um, but um, yeah, you have, to, you have to really think about the, the things that you can put in place and whether it's um, maybe art techniques and art exercise that you do a creative exercise that you do or your you know general day-to-day -day exercise where you can incorporate um, art activities or you know getting up and exercise and that's one of the things I like doing I like you know when I can oh I've got to tell you another thing that happened um, you know just to get up move about move from your current position and go somewhere else like I would sometimes um, it's like when I'm making tea, sometimes I'll sit at my computer and, you know, you, you then start looking online. And then I think to myself, well, why don't you just go out and sit out on the, on the patio where the sun's shining, you'll get a bit of breeze and it's a different environment. So I'll do that, you know, get some fresh air and you do feel a lot better. You do feel different. So um, comfortable, the the... The, the way that in which I picked it up on Monday on the podcast was looking at the way that we can feel comfortable, so comfortable we become complacent. You know, you, you then take things for granted. You maybe don't make such an effort. You start to lose sight of the things that you may have said you wanted to do when you get too comfortable. And it isn't until it gets so painful that you feel you need to do something that you actually take the steps. So, um, 
you know, because especially when you, especially when you go into that um, complacent stage, um, and I know people who, you know, um, they'll say they want to do all these things, but then when they get the space to do them, they fill it with worrying about, you know, what somebody else might be doing, or um, they fill it with everything other than, they fill their time with everything other than the, the, the things that they said they wanted to do. And for some of us who are creative, for us creatives, um, and for other people who look on creatives, that idea that there isn't enough room, there isn't enough, you know, you can't make a living, you can't, and because, you know, if, yeah, if you're, um, if you're relying on people to buy your work to live, then, you know, you may not always make sales dependent on the kind of work. I mean, I know, I know um, an artist here, or several, I mean, there's not just one, one artist here in Barbados, but there's one who, she was saying, you know, she, she has a particular style and she, she um, creates certain imagery, and that's all I'll say about her. Um, she creates certain imagery, but she will create a painting and within two weeks, and I, I knew another artist like that, you know, he once he's created the painting, he had to create prints, and cause, because the original would go just like that, within two weeks. Um, and he would then, you know, start selling prints. And, um, I mean, what, what he what he did was, you know, you had to share your work and he had a good kind of clientele who were collectors of his, his pieces, but he had to work hard to generate an in interest and he was always doing that. And he once said to me, you know, he didn't, there were exhibitions that he would like to be part of, but he couldn't afford to have uh, pieces of artwork just sitting in an exhibition for four weeks because that's how he lived, you know, he lived off the sales of his work, so um, he was always, he was you know, quite prolific, but I mean, obviously these paintings, I think he painted, he painted oils, you know, maybe acrylics, but um, yeah, you know, and um, <clears throat> so there is that view, and artists often have that themselves, and they stop themselves from creating because they feel that, they feel that, you know, I'm never going to make money out of this, so what's the point? And they don't go down roads that maybe would have led to opportunities, or they haven't yet given, allowed themselves to get enough exposure by, you know, promoting their work. Um, because, you know, unless you've got somebody who you can pay to do it for you, you're going to have to do it yourself. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> But, um, so have you got so comfortable that you become complacent or do you realise and recognise that in, in being uncomfortable you can find comfort as well? So when you're trying new things you get that first stage of, oh gosh, I don't know what I'm doing, is this right? Uh, and then you become confident and comfortable because you, now you've mastered it and you're moving on. And you've got to recognise that bit in the middle where you're going from, um, it's really uncomfortable, oh my gosh, am I doing the right thing? 
to, oh, actually, so I've got it now and I'm sharing and teaching other people. And I look at my journey um, and, you know, when I look back, I just think, wow, you know, we'll even say 10 years ago I wasn't teaching online. I was, you know, creating art, I was doing exhibitions. And then I wanted to make that move, but wasn't sure how to. Um, and then got invited to my very first lesson. Um, I taught on the badass art journal workshop, and then I did Kiala's Give, Give Hands art um, workshops with other teachers. Um, oh my gosh, I had the, the name of the course on my um, tip of my tongue, but it was a year-long course. So I've done several year-long courses, and um, but they, they were the two artists that gave me my first break in terms of, you know, venturing out. And it's kind of grown, you know, I've, I'm doing Lifebook, I'm doing, um, yeah, doing Lifebook, Badass, Creative Jumpstart, um, we've, we've just, which is in the throes of it and then we've got the creative um the loving healing creative summit um which tomorrow is it tomorrow today sorry <laughs> my um session goes live today with another teacher and then there's um we did a podcast we did an art lesson and so yeah i'd love to have you join me but I'll leave all the links to all the courses that I'm on. And there's another one coming up, but I'll be able to share more details with you probably by the, yeah, the end of the month. But yeah, you know, it isn't until you actually say, okay, I'm gonna step out. I'm gonna, or I've got my, for me, it's about the message that is coming through the art. And I'm not always able to articulate what that message is. I just know I have to create and I know when it's done because I get a sensation of feeling that okay right it's done now like you it's just like like walk away now um it's really it's, it's funny um and that's because I've questioned I've looked I've um you know when when I've thought about the pieces of work um my aim is just to my aim is to create that piece of work for the person that it's meant for i don't know who it's meant for i don't know where they live what part of the world that they are i just know that i need to create i have to create this particular thing and um i do get sidetracked sometimes because i'm supposed to be completing a lot of my textile pieces but the art journal and the the workshops kind of um fell in fell in um the space and i had to focus on those but um yeah yeah i'm i'm in that place where i often feel uncomfortable <laughs> but i'm now just going with the flow because i know that out of that when i get to the other side of it I'm going to feel good, I'm going to feel comfortable until the next thing comes. And I can see that even for me, my work expanding and growing 
and the things that I'm doing are growing because um, this year, which is another thing I wanted to just share, you know, about looking forward. So how, what kind of plans have you got for this year? So I've, I've seen for myself that there are many things that I would like to do, some of which I'd started, you know, over the last few years, but never got a chance to complete them. So I really want to, you know, start with my own courses and get them up there. And so within the next couple of months, I should be able to um, have, you know, several courses out and um, yeah, be sharing, be sharing even more. Um, but uh, you really do have to think about what it is you want. Despite what's going on, there has to be, you have to allow a part of you to think about how you want to grow in the future and what kind of things you want to do. And, um, you know, don't think, oh, well, um, never, I'll wait until everything's gone back to normal. You can't, you have to do things now because you don't know what that new normal will be. It's not gonna be, and I've said, I say this to people, it's never gonna be the same as it was because we've all been changed, we've all been touched by global events. So it is never gonna go back to how it was. You've got to now decide how you're gonna live. You've got to decide what your values are. You've got to decide how you look after yourself, your body, the food you consume, um, what you have in your environment. And um, more importantly, because this is what it's all about, art and wellness, that you, if you're thinking of starting something creative, that you just go for it. You don't know how many days you've got left on this earth. You know, if you said the standard person, I mean, my mum's 97. So if you said, for argument's sake, you had, you live to 100. Many people aren't, but if you said for argument's sake, okay, yeah, live to 100 with all your faculties. How many, how many years is that? And then, depending on how many years that is, think about, like say it's, um, I did this, say it's like 25 years or 30 years, say you've got 30 years um, until you get to 100. Oh, well that made you 70. If you were 70, say, okay, and you're gonna live to 100 and you've got 30 years, think about the 30 years that have just passed. Think about the 20 years previously that has gone past and think about how fast they went. You know, think about what you were doing 20 years ago, how you felt. Now, you may not necessarily feel very different because I think when you hit a certain age, it's really weird. Age doesn't seem to, you know, you don't think like a 50, 60, 70 year old. You might be a bit more tired, but you don't think like that. You, for me, <laughs> I think, I don't think like I was 36, but I don't feel older than 36 in the sense that I don't feel any different from when I was 36. I don't feel the age that I am now. I know I feel a, f a few more aches and pains like saying, oh my gosh. Think about the time that's gone and how quick it, it's, it's gone. And then 
So look at the 20 years or however long it is that you have going forward. And that's where you think, that's where you see that time is going to go really fast, really quickly. Um, and then when you plot it out, I've plotted out mine, plotted out mine on a kind of chart with the years. And if you just put in the kind of main events, your birthdays, whatever, um, just main events that may be coming up. I don't know how you plan your, um, you know, your year, but you know, like, you know, like, okay, this year I might go to holiday or go on holiday or whatever it is. I mean, now it's just like hard to even think in those terms because it's just like, well, you can't travel now. Um, you, it's, it's uncertainty, but within that you have to create certainty for yourself. So think about the things that you can do. Um, within your control, you could start a garden, you could start growing things, you could learn a new skill. Um, and there are so many things that you can do with what you have. So it's, it's thinking about that. But um, yeah, creatively, I think it's defi definitely time, if you haven't yet started, to think about those things that you could do creatively that could impact on your health and well-being, that could be a blessing, will be a blessing to you, um, and also be a blessing to others. So I'm going to allow you to reflect on that and um, leave a comment to let me know what you think, and especially about the age thing, you know, the years that are passing, how is that impacting, or how do you think it impacts on you, and what do you think that you would, you know, maybe like to to do to put things in place um, and have you got too comfortable that you're now slightly ineffective or are you in that place where well I just passed uncomfortableness and now I'm in com I'm got used to it and now I'm you know striving for this and it's going to be uncomfortable for a while but you know what, it, it shows that you're growing, yeah? So I look forward to hearing from you and I really do appreciate you coming and joining me each week. And, um, and I thank all those who've left comments. It's, it really is encouraging. Um, and you know, I'm always, <laughs> every now and again, feeling uncomfortable because you know, it's just like, you know, you think, oh gosh, well, not, I don't really, but sometimes you think, oh gosh, you know, I wonder how people are going to respond to it, not what they're going to think or what they're going to think about me because I'm working in what I know I should be working in. I know that there's more that I need to do. So that's my planning for 20, 21. Okay, so take care for now. I'm going to love you and leave you. Stay blessed.